Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome into 104 Through the Fans Coffee Break. DMAC, Rachel Beal, and Jake Shapiro live from Blake Street Tavern. Jake, what's going on? You know, it's very exciting down here. We're very close to college football kickoff, and we've got all the muggles, as DMAC would call them, from all around the different college footballs and schools that all cover these schools, all here right now, waiting for a couple of the coaches to come down from their practices and hopefully hang out with us. So it's a very exciting time. Football's just around the corner, not just for the Broncos, but for the Buffs, Rams, Air Force Falcons, Northern Colorado. Yeah, so we're excited. So, Jake, tell us who who's supposed to be down there today. Well, we're supposed to have, in my mind, the most exciting is Carl Durrell from the University of Colorado. We've got Troy Calhoun from Air Force. The Falcons should be pretty good this year. We've got Ed McCaffrey, who's the coach of the Northern Colorado Bears now. And uh, we're supposed to get some athletic directors as well as maybe some of the players. Okay, perfect. Well, you keep us updated on who you're able to grab while you're down there. Appreciate you, and we'll talk to you in a little bit. Sounds good. All right. There is Jake Shapiro. Now, DMAC. We need to talk about a little bit of breaking news today because why do Denver legends keep getting snubbed? I don't. I don't know. I I can't explain, really? Rachel. I, I you know um, Coriel. Listen, he had a fun nickname, mm-hmm. um, but but as our own James Merrillat pointed out, what's he done? I mean, what did it amount to? And we're talking about the Hall of Fame, okay? So we're not just talking about cute nicknames. And you were the Hall of Pretty Good. We're talking the Hall of Fame. And the fact that Coriel is in before Mike Shanahan and Dan Reeves, who have won, you know, championships to me is, you know, it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, it's a bummer for, you know, Reeves and for um, um, for Shani. But, you know, I, I hope they both have their time. I mean, I, <laughs> Rachel, do you remember anything about Air Coriel? Seriously? I mean, no. can you think of it? Does it, does it ring? Do you even know what team? We're talking about with Air Coriel? Uh, I know the Chargers, right? Uh, right. Right, right, right. Oh, shoot. I, well, you got me then. If there's another one, I don't know. I mean, we're going back a long, long yeah. time here. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a snub, man. I feel – I think it's a snub. I think there are more deserving candidates. And I, I kind of really just don't get it. Uh, I guess, um, I don't know, if you're older, you get in. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. It's, it's a bummer. Um, Shani and Reeves will both be in there someday, um, and and hopefully sooner than later. And it's Shanahan's 70th birthday today too, so a little bit of a bummer to find out on. Is Instagram. it really? It is. Shani, Shani is 70. Oh my 70. god, that. Still, look at him. I mean, he's a silver fox. Uh, that tan, that tan never goes away. You know, he is skin like leather. I mean, he is he is the best. Who doesn't love Mike Shanahan? Yeah, no kidding. Well, it is a huge bummer. Again, it just feels like Denver, Denver legends are getting snubbed left and right this year for sure. But, again, you kind of alluded to it a little bit. Do you think it is just because Don Cornell is a little bit older and he's probably been waiting a little bit longer? Well, I mean, what else could it be? Yeah, I mean, I it's, not, it's not head-to-heads. It's not Super Bowls. Um, I mean – what is it? I mean, I think it's just a function of old guys voting for the oldest guy. And, and this, again, again, I'm not trying to belittle, you know, the accomplishments that he did have and a super cool nickname. It, it, it's just, um, it's just, that's, that's what it is. Wait, that, this is going to make me sound really young, DMAC, but what was his nickname? 
Well, Air Coriel. The name of, uh, of his okay. offense was Air Coriel. Uh, Dan Fouts, the quarterback. A lot of just a lot of passing. A lot of emphasis on the pass. Gotcha. Throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. That that sort of thing. Uh, so it wasn't even his nickname, I suppose. It was his style of offensive play, Air Coriel. So, but I mean, believe it or not, there was a time where you know the forward pass was frowned upon. We are going way back when we we, we got. <laughs> But it's just cool to throw the football. You know we're going back in time and like, oh, man, we're going to throw the football? What? I'm sorry, what are we going to do? you got to be kidding me. You're nuts. I know. I know, I know. Well, again, a bummer. But what are you drinking today, D-Mac? By the way, do you like the prison cell that I'm in here today? I mean uh, – we're gonna get it all worked for you. All right. We're gonna we're gonna make it look pretty. I'm gonna do some yeah. magic in your little closet you got. Don't worry, we're gonna make it look good. Yeah, right now it is terrible, but it's so this is just for a little tour. There's my bike right there, right? Like this is where I come in, like and you know, change clothes and stuff. I mean, I could, you know, over here, uh yeah, there's there's my bike kit, you know, hung up. You know, it's gross what there's a uh, DMB 41. Who, I have no idea who that even is. Some sort of Nuggets thing. And then, I don't know what's going on here. Here's uh, audio equipment from the 70s. They might have been just dazzled by throwing the football. No, I seriously am just in a closet uh, doing this. So, oh, we can dress it up, can't we? I'm going to. I'm going to add a little bit of jazz. We're going to get something going <laughs> on so you got a pretty <laughs> backdrop, D-Mac. Don't worry. I'm here to save the day. We got to talk, though, about yesterday, how the Broncos had to cut their roster down from 85 to 80, and they did so. But one big name that I think caught mostly everybody's attention was actually two. First of all, Trey Quinn was fantastic in Buffalo, so I was surprised that he led the way there, and then they just decided, yeah, cut him. Um, But Joe Schobert was with the team for less than a week, I want to say, D-Max. So here we are back at inside linebacker going, what the heck are we going to do? Yeah, Rachel, I want uh, I want you to share with me what is your favorite memory of the uh, six days of Showbird. Yeah. <laughs> um, <I guess. laughs> what do you remember? The day he was signed, because we were like, okay, maybe there's going to be something that can fix the inside linebacker position and the depth that they need, and then it clearly didn't work out the way. I want to know, did Joe just think, hey, I'm making this team because they need me anyway, so I don't have to try super hard in Buffalo? Or was he just not caught up and they said, you know, it's just not going to work. You're out. Um, listen, man, I, I, boy, I hate to be kicking a guy when he's down, but uh, so I'm, I watch the game. Okay. I watch the game and watch the game. Yep. And then I go back on NFL game pass or whatever it's called now, NFL plus, And I rewatch the game and I slow things down because I'm an idiot and I really need help to know what the hell's going on. So I'm rewatching that horrible game, which you would think is torture enough. And I'm like, oh, my God, Joe Schobert doesn't want to hit anybody. He doesn't want to engage. He doesn't want to tackle. He doesn't want to be there. And it is, it was, and like, it stood out. And, and the plays happened pretty quick. So to, you know, really focus on an inside linebacker, you know, I got a lot of respect for the, you know, the Mark Schlers of the world that can do it just instantly like that. But when you go back and look at the tape and you isolate on some positions, Rachel, it was like, I mean, it was kind of pathetic. Like, it, it was it was beyond just a guy who was new. It was a guy who just wasn't interested. And and I think the the best memory I have from the Joe Schobert era was the realization that his wife wanted to an, uh, open a dance studio in Castle Rock. I mean, I must have heard about his wife's dance studio in Castle Rock more times 
than Joe Schobert. And Rachel, not again, I guess I'll just go along the jerk path. How much money would it take for you in life, Rachel, to really not want to run into somebody anymore? And, you know, everybody probably has a number, Rachel, in their head that, yeah, I'd rather not hit anybody anymore. I'd rather not be hit. You know, Rachel, they moved to Sedalia. They're out in the middle. They're like, they're, they're almost past where you live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, when you almost live as far away as Rachel, I mean, you know, you get into conversations about how into this crap are you? Listen, okay. I'm very vested. Apparently I live super far away, even though I don't think I live all that far. I just have beautiful views. Okay. If you want to see the views, you can check them out. I put them on my Instagram all the time when we got some snow, the leaves change in, you know, whatever. <laughs> but nobody, nobody, hey, hey, Nobody's arguing with you. I'll give you a great example. I will give you a great example of why Joe Schober doesn't want to play based on you. So I call Rachel and I go, oh, the Stanley Cup is going to be downtown. You got to come out. We're going to hang out with the Stanley Cup. Come down. Rachel's like, oh, who's going to be there? <laughs> How far away is it? Yeah, no, no, Rachel, it's, down, it's downtown. Oh, I, I would be there in a second. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of far, you know, <laughs> it's like that. And that was you. You, you didn't want to come out and party with the cup because you live too far away. No, right? I didn't want to come out and party with the cup because it was at 1030 at night and I'm a female by myself. If I could have brought somebody with me, 1000% would have got in. But I'm a five foot four, 120 pound female. You are it. so full of it. If no, I'm live, not. If you lived in a tight little condo in Cherry Creek or downtown or in Low High, No High, Reno, Rhino, Lodo, you would have been there in a heartbeat. You would have called up a couple of girlfriends or buddies or I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not the most burly guy, but somebody will want, would have walked you safely somewhere. You, but you were really early. You're so full of crap. You know no, no, you, no, would no. It, you would have hopped in an Uber and been there in five minutes had you lived more convenient. Listen, listen, we're getting off the beaten path here a little bit. But you see where I'm going. You didn't come out because you lived too far away because you were comfortable. Joe Schobert is fly fishing. He's living in Sedalia. His wife's opened up a dance studio. He didn't want to play football anymore, and it looked like it. Okay. I, I have to defend myself real quick. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Um, you said, first of all, that you were having to leave early. So if you would have been able to walk me to my car, DMAC, I would have come out, but you couldn't. I did. I, my boyfriend got ready. He got completely dressed and was ready uh-huh. to go until we found out we could not get another person in. So that's all I'm going to say about that. We're going to move on though. Uh, now Alex, or speaking of the Stanley Cup, actually, Alex Newhook, he got his day with the cup in Newfoundland. Uh, it looked yeah. like such a blast. So I'm sorry, say, Rachel, say that again. Where, where, where is he from? Newfoundland. <laughs> Newfoundland? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yeah. <laughs> Although I kind of like Newfoundland. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm honestly thinking too of uh, the Netherlands. I mean, in my head, I was like, I was like, I know it starts with the dead, and I was like, but I know it's right. not the Netherlands. And then it's what is it here in Colorado? What say that again? What is the end town here in Colorado? The uh, Netherlands. 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 Yes. Netherlands. 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 Anyway. Okay. Netherlands. 
I'm sorry. Yes, Newfoundland. Yes, he was in Newfoundland. With Newfoundland. The okay, whatever. My bad. My bad. Okay. Anyways, he looks so happy. Um, they had a nice <laughs> parade too, and he was able to show off the cup there. Lots of different people. It's only the third time that it's gone back there. So great to see. And then there was also a hockey game that he got to be the ref for, which is pretty dang cool as well. So love to see it. Look at all of them. They're so happy. Um, I love it. Why they? Why why are they going shirt? Hey, why are they going shirts and skins in a uh, floor hockey game? What is what is that all about? Right, I don't know, but I love how he's got that uh, silver silver can in there. Um, clearly, this was a very professional setting when it came to hockey. Well, the new <laughs> Newfoundland. <laughs> do do you know the famous? Hey, do you know the famous book and movie about Newfoundland? <laughs> no. Uh, it's called the, the shipping. Never gonna let me live this down. It's 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 the shipping news, and it was a book, and it became a movie with Kevin Spacey. Um, and Rachel, swear to God, if you want to read about blight, depression, and the worst place in the world to live, read the shipping news about Newfoundland. And so that's all I can think of about what a miserable, horrible, awful place. Uh, the Newfies are up there in Canada. But those pictures look great. They look happy. Put that in the shipping news. You know, that's a good thing. So they do. You want... yeah. I love how you get so excited. I truthfully do. But your mic is popping again. So we're going to have right. to bring it down one notch, all right? All right. <laughs> we just we got Tommy in the comments. He's saying, is DMAC mic or are my speakers blown? So we're just going to bring it bring it down a notch we're I'll gonna get it, uh, figure it out D-Mac. we gotta figure it out we'll figure it out at some point we're gonna get you a whole pretty backdrop we're gonna get this mic figured out we're on it we're on it okay. we're on it okay 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 <laughs> now going back to newfoundland um uh, it did look beautiful though how far away is a flight is that it's forever yeah. i know i am not joking it is it is crazy far away um uh it's hard even geographically to think where it is because it's so on it's so northeast i mean like nova scotia it, it feels to me kind of ridiculous and newfoundland is uh i'm sorry newfoundland is uh a top of that i mean it's for for new hook i mean it really is just to be a little bit more serious here it's a hell of a thing um mm -hmm. because while we of course know canada breeds hockey players left and right in Cole harbor where Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon are both from, has tons of hockey players. Newfoundland's a, a whole different deal. So all joking aside, it's just such a wonderful accomplishment. Um, Newhook and his family, I got to, to know them just a little bit during the Stanley Cup run, and they were along for the ride. And don't forget, he's only 21 years old. He's a really young kid. And there's big expectations that he could someday move up to take you know the spot that perhaps Nazem Kadri left eventually, that 2C, the second center line i don't know if he's quite there but um he's a great young guy and lots of bright hope for for alex to be with the abs hopefully for a long long time oh and what's funny is before the parade before the stanley cup parade he had just turned 21 i want to say yeah. like two weeks or so and did he party i actually had the opportunity to talk to him as he was hopping off of his vehicle to get ready to go do like the whole celebration thing um he was having the time of his life so i hope he had just as much fun in newfoundland in newfoundland like he did on the day of the parade for sure but we do want to talk about an awesome opportunity for parents to go to redline athletics because they can win a year-long membership this is a great 
great opportunity for student athletes. So it's a brand new state-of-the-art speed and agility training facility. And it literally, it is the ultimate spot for your student athlete to take their performance to the next level. So maybe one day, if they like hockey, they can win a Stanley Cup. So check out Redline Athletics and help build a better student athlete you can enter in today at denverfan.com. Seriously, such a cool opportunity for your student athlete. Um, just take them to the next level. Help them jump to that next level. And, you know, having an awesome facility definitely helps that DMAC. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great, great giveaway. So cool that they're part of everything. Awesome. Way to go. For sure. Okay, now we need to talk, DMAC, about hot dogs and beers. Because yesterday, I know things went for, they took a little turn on the drive. And so we're going to show you the video that's going viral on social media right now of a man drinking a beer out of a hot dog. And first of all, the fact that he pokes the hole with the straw and then, like, I'm assuming slurps the like rest of the hot dog out but yeah he's going to put the hot dog in the beer and use it as a straw and (laughs) i cannot even believe that this is going viral on social media but the drive did it yesterday so yourself tyler and mace was on with you guys and we've got the video clip and the first words out of dmax mouth you guys are not going to believe take a listen Mm, that tastes good. Did you you have- gotta be kidding me. It's got the it because nope. having a beer and a hot dog in a game is delicious. Nope, I'm out. Yep, I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna finish. I, uh, I it's so creative. Some. Oh, look at Mace. Mace yeah. is Mace. Mace is just absolutely killing. I'm a ginger beer. Uh, at what point do you bite it? <laughs> I'll probably when. I mean, if he if if gets you to drink a point. Thing? I gotta say, how the hell would you think of this though? It's like, what is wrong with people that i mean i that's what i said last night i i, I didn't know what i was watching and now i'm like well that's what i said i mean you know the crazy part about that video is that the person that was video kevin, kevin just done just, it previously kevin's just eating the hot dog now he's just dipping it into the uh the, oh my gosh the ginger beer well, well, kevin, is, kevin, kevin is a gross human being <laughs> kevin. all right kevin is a gross face gave up face came up and is now just eating the hot dog you're <laughs> back you have to tell me which was worse, the coffee and mayo or the hot dog and beer? And it was ginger beer, everybody, too. Yeah, it was. It was actually ginger ale. It was uh, so we're not getting that crazy at the old radio station. Um, no, the uh, both were surprisingly good. Um, well, listen, listen, let's just think about it. Would you have a beer and a hot dog at a game? And, and the answer is yes. So what's the difference? We're just expediting the taste. You would take a bite of the hot dog and then drink a beer. So to think of the two at the same time is probably not that crazy. The mayonnaise with the coffee was far more disgusting and uh, wasn't even close. What? 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 Do you, what what's the what's, what? What? What is? What is? What is the? Oh my God! Moment here. What? What is? What is so crazy about that, Rachel? Well. Dimac, you just bring a lot of information out of me. I'm actually not a big hot dog gal. Like okay. I've only once ever had a hot dog inside of a bun. Um, so I'm more of a burger. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a burger type of gal. Okay. Uh, maybe a bratwurst gal, but again, I don't like it with the bun. So I can honestly say oh. I've never ordered a hot dog at a baseball stadium before. But I just can't imagine the texture of that being your straw. You're aware of the tradition, though, despite that you of your despite your non-participation, you 
you've heard of it, I get before, it. right? I see everybody else like getting excited when they like launch another hot yeah. dog or whatever, but just the texture yeah. of a hot dog. Actually, I have another question for you. Are yeah. you um microwaving your hot dogs? Or are you boiling your hot dogs? What way are you going on this? That is such a great question. When I was a kid, this is nuts. Well, I don't know, it's nuts, but my parents that they only boiled hot dogs. So growing up, I know that is Rachel. I'm right there with you. Actually, I think that's pretty gross too. So, but that that is how I grew up eating boiled hot dogs. And Rachel, I gotta say, I love my parents. Love them. Love them. They were terrible cooks. I mean, it was just miserable. So it was one night a week. It was boiled hot dogs, and then it was like spaghetti and like these hamburgers. My dad. I don't know what they were. And then maybe chicken wings the next night. And then they would go nuts because I lived in Massachusetts. Then we'd have like lobster. So it was, it was the, the, yeah, I know, I know. Nuts, right? Like we had lobster probably once every 10 days or something. And, 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 you know, no, that is, that's true. They would just go down to the lobster store and they bring back a couple of lobsters and drop them in the pot. We would have lobster. But that, Rachel, you got to understand that they, I lived off the ocean. I could go, I could, you know, get a little boat and we could just pick up lobsters, you know? So we get, get lo- getting lobsters for me was no different than bringing back a roast beef sandwich from like the roast beef shop. And yes, oh. we had roast beef shops too. Oh my gosh. I need to But Rachel, well, now hold on. What, what is the no bun sort of, because if you're having the beer, there's carbs in the beer. I understand you don't want to do the carbs. I mean, I get it with the bread. Do you just not like bread? I do like bread, but it's just like a texture thing. I don't know. It's almost like too mushy. Like, would you would you have a lobster roll with a bun? I've never had a lobster roll. I definitely what? Watched. I know. What? I know the math. What? What? I, what I is going watch on here? Post so bad, but I refuse to do it. Like at a not because I've gone so long without it. Like seafood is by far my favorite food. Sushi's number one, but like. We have crab every single Christmas. Like, it is my favorite food. Um, but I refuse to, like, not have a good one from the East Coast be, like, the first one I have anymore. I'm like, no, I'm not going to settle for, like, some Midwest whatever the heck and Bob's, even if they're, like. Well, I, t- I tell you this. I tell you this. There's a place, at, uh, by a little free pub here. It's called the Main Shack. It's uh-huh. in downtown Denver. And I know you going downtown. I mean, that's the whole thing. Um, and there's actually, um, on the club level of the Rockies, and again, I know downtown and going to a Rockies game, and we're going crazy here, they actually sell lobster rolls inside of Coors Field. So um, I got to, listen, you tell me the day when you can bravely sojourn downtown, and I'll take you to the main shack. We'll shoot a little video, and you can have your first ever lobster roll. And see, I'm not, I'm not going to try to sell you on the bread for a hot dog or, or, or sausage. I'm not, uh, you, you're, you're actually probably making the right choice there. It's inherently, I mean, I like it, but I'm not going to try to sell you on it. I'm going to get you a lobster roll. We'll get you a lobster roll with the, the bun and we'll, we'll see what's what. Coffee break date next week. Let's do it. Let's I do it. it. I love oh, it. Hey, by the way, if we do coffee break, maybe we can get that stuff for free. <laughs> I like the way you think. Okay, we're going to bring in Jake Shapiro again oh. downtown at Blake Street Tavern just to check in really quick as he's going to tell us uh, his first word was actually hot dog, Jake. Yeah, it was hotta, which was my saying I wanted hot dogs or I wanted to watch hockey. So my first word was either hockey or hot dog. 
And DMAC, fun fact for you, today is $1 hot dog day at Coors Field. I'm going to the Rockies game for 104.3 The Fan in a little bit. But on top of that, DMAC, the 2018 Rocky season was special for many reasons. The Rockies won a playoff game. You know, it was very exciting. I ate 100 hot dogs at Coors Field that season. You counted how many hot dogs you ate? Yeah, I, I started from opening day. I started with one. I tried to get about a dog and a half per game. Um, you know, that would average out to 100. But there was some controversy. And wow. I'm trying to find Manny Randawa from MLB.com. But he says it's, a, it's an asterisk. It shouldn't count as an official stat because my 100th hot dog came in game three of the NLDS. I was at 99 in the regular season. So he says you can't count, you know, regular season and postseason stats together. Uh, a bull, Baloney. To use a hot dog phrase, a season's a season, you know, and I, I give you t- plenty of props with it. Jake, if I gave you 50 bucks, do you think you could bring us back 50 hot dogs to the studio? I mean, that would be funny. How, how many from Coors Field? From, if I, yeah, how many, how many hot dogs do you think you could actually bring back from the stadium today? See, they have the dot. They limit it. They're smart. They give away coupon when you get to the game. So I'd have to go from gate to gate trying to be like, hey, my brother didn't get a coupon. My sister didn't get a coupon. Dinger didn't get a coupon. Dude, I, I, hey, Jake, I will give you 50 bucks to bring back as many freaking dollar hot dogs as you possibly can to the studio. I think that would be a riot. Because the game's at 1 o'clock. You could bring them back after 5 or something. I, I get it. They'd be a little soggy condition. But I think that's a great Jake Shapiro challenge to see how many dollar hot dogs you can embezzle out of the stadium. To add a cherry on top of that image, DMAC, I biked to Blake Street today. So I'd that's be biking great. from Blake Street, Coors Field, to the Tech Center um, awesome. with 50 hot dogs. Well, you could you could get on the light rail, though. Uh, you could get on the I, light yep. rail. That'd make it a lot, a lot easier with your 50 hot dogs. <laughs> Oh, my God, dude, you got to try that. That would be a freaking riot. Uh, By the way, can we talk about Jake really quick? Rachel, can we talk about Jake? Yeah, absolutely. We know Jake is a brilliant person, a a writer, a raconteur, a man of many talents and baseball lover. He's also an adjunct professor at the University of Colorado. Again, the degree of his age and his brilliance is just mind-blowing. Did you see what he wore to his first day of class? Did you see what Jake Shapiro wore oh, as no. a as a teacher yesterday, oh, dude? It was you gotta you gotta look at his twit. Uh, maybe you can put put the camera up there, Rachel, if you can find it. But he he looked like he was in middle school. He he looked like he was a seventh grader. Jake, maybe you can find it. It's some sort of like I have a nice enough T-shirt. There, all right, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it there. Go ahead, there. Put it to the camera so we can all see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Look at him, Rachel. Rachel, I swear to God, what grade would you say he's in with that outfit? Okay, first, at first I thought, okay, hold on. We have to dissect this photo um, just a little bit. Yeah, by the way, this is what the professor is wearing. This is what the teacher is wearing. Hold on one second, everybody. I'm going to share my screen here in just a second so we can really get a closer look. Um. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, good technology here. I'll be very impressed. Thank you. Okay, so by the way, the reason I do that is there's this little trick that I've learned is I normally, the the last two years I've been starting 
out my classes in the class sitting down and I'm like, wow, I get this it. professor's late. Oh, like this professor must suck. Look at Jake. Look at him. Hold on, that's, gonna... that's the professor. <laughs> Come on. Okay, hold on. So first of all, I thought these were um, sweats, but they're jeans. They're light colored wash jeans. Respectable. He has a Dr. Pepper. Respectable. Um, uh, Jake, is it a soccer shirt? It's a band shirt. Parquet Courts is a punk rock band. And okay. their song is called Total Football, which is a soccer strategy. Uh, okay. okay, okay. The shoes, very colorful, so he shows he's energetic. Respect. And he has the heart sunglasses on. Oh, hold on one second. I really need to zoom in on these heart sunglasses. <laughs> Guys, this is Professor. This is the guy who's in charge of the class. And at least they know they're in for a hell of a seat or a hell of a semester, J-Mac. Oh, my God. You got to get well, I, I, And I'm trying to talk to – here, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to put my headphones down. Nikki is one of my students. I have three of my students here covering <laughs> this event. Oh All right, Nikki can, Nikki, can you hear us? Uh, Nikki, Nikki can't. Hold on. I can make it so Nikki can hear you. Oh, oh, I don't know. This, this is pseudo. Uh, all right. Nikki, you can hear us? All right. You got to unmute that, Jake. Unmute it there, pal. All right. Oh, you're still muted. Yeah, you're still muted there, Jake. Oh, how about this? Oh, yes. there you go. There you go. Nikki. What did you think of what your I was on com. I'm the Buffs beat reporter. She just all got right. hired. She was my student last semester. What's up? What did you think of what he was wearing as a teacher yesterday? Did you see the picture? Oh, he. That was what I wore to class yesterday. That's a great shirt. I've seen him wear like his jersey to class. Like he's a nice, relatable professor. He makes things more. Didn't I wear my Jason Richardson jersey to class one day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I like it. I think have fun with it. I give up. He's, on... I... he's a student. Dmac, you're showing your age here. Just I, I guess. I guess bit. so. Yeah, I guess so. All I'm saying, as a parent of one of those kids, I want a refund. That, that's all I'm saying. Okay, as someone who paid for it, I can understand your point there. All right, everyone. That's going to do it, though, for Coffee Break with us this morning. As always, thanks for hanging out with Jake, DMAC, and myself. Jake, have fun down there. Get us some good content. DMAC, we will see you tomorrow morning. Bye, everybody.